Nursing Review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication Nursing Review, available in print, web, e-newsletter, offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no-obligation four-week trial subscription link. And now sit back, relax, and enjoy our latest Nursing Review podcast. Researchers from the University of California, Berkeley, and the University of California, San Francisco, are developing a new type of bandage that uses electrical currents to detect early tissue damage from pressure ulcers before the human eye can. I'm joined by study lead author Sarah Swisher, a PhD candidate in electrical engineering and computer sciences at UC Berkeley. Welcome, Sarah. Thanks very much for having me. How does this smart bandage detect pressure ulcers before the human eye can see them? Well, the way that we designed the bandage it actually has an array, a two-dimensional array of uh, very small gold electrodes uh, that are um, actually inkjet printed onto a flexible piece of plastic that stays in contact with the skin. And we send a very small amount of electrical current between a neighboring pair of electrodes. And because the, the cells in the body um, actually have sort of an, electric, uh, an electronic signature in a way, like a fingerprint, um, that when those cells start to change, we can detect a difference in the way that very small electric current flows through the cells. So what we're detecting is um, a change in the way that that electricity flows that tells us that the cell membrane is actually starting um, to lose its integrity and to break down. And the sensitivity of, of that uh, detection mechanism um, is much more sensitive than the traditional method of detecting pressure ulcers, which is for the doctors just to use their eyes and to look for uh, changes in color and texture of the skin. And so how would this device be used by health professionals on a day-to-day basis? Well, there's sort of two different ways that you can envision this product being used. One would be, um, you know, if, if a nurse is going to check on a patient and check vitals, you know, their blood pressure, their heart rate, their respiration and all those things, they may be able to carry um, a small device um, just like pressing the tip of a pen um, against a patient's skin. And in that way, they would be able to spot check and look at um, the high-risk areas to see if the the tissue is starting to um, develop any kind of an ulcer or if there's any damage developing in the tissue. Um, alternatively, you can actually envision this being uh, manufactured in such a way it's, it's incredibly cheap to do this inkjet printing method so that we can make these um, very cheap sensors, you can envision this actually being integrated into a bandage that would be placed onto a, a wound um, so that you can monitor the progress of that wound as it's healing or ensure that it doesn't get any worse. What benefits could using this device or implanting it into bandages have for those at risk of pressure ulcers? You know, the biggest benefit is that early detection. Um, if we can allow the physicians and the caregivers to um, detect when the tissue is, is um, starting to develop some small amount of damage, then we can actually enable them to intervene before the ulcer develops. So this is something that would be able 
people to um, provide this kind of feedback so that they can proactively uh, remove the pressure, remove the problem, and prevent the ulcer from forming in the first place. And that's something that not only saves money, but this is something that potentially could um, really change the outcome in the standard of care for pressure ulcers, which is a huge problem um, worldwide. What was the starting point for this project, and why did you decide to apply this method to wound detection? Well, um, impedance spectroscopy, which is the the detection method that we're using here, has been used um, in different biological applications for for some time, um, but it wasn't used in this way where we're actually able to create a, a map of the tissue and, and identify um, damage to the tissue that's not visible. Um, so there was some, you know, there's some literature that indicated that we may be able to use this type of technique uh, to detect uh, underlying physiological changes in the tissue. Um, and so we, we developed not, not only a method but a device uh, in parallel that would allow us to do that um, in a more comprehensive manner so that we could actually create that map uh, to detect where the damage is in the tissue. Could we see these used in hospitals and community settings? And if so, how long until they may be available? Yeah, we're really hoping that they will be. The um, There's actually a, a trial that's uh, just getting started underway in, in humans now where we're testing uh, the next generation of this device. Um, the study that we have just published, we uh, used rats as a model for the pressure ulcer. And so we'll need to... Uh, repeat this work and make sure that we see the same results in uh, in a human study and of course um, prove not only the efficacy but the safety in humans before we would see that in a in a um, in a hospital setting nursing review podcast is an audio extension of the national nursing publication nursing review available in print web e-newsletter offering the latest news, trends, interviews and insights in nursing education. Subscribe to Nursing Review today by going to www.nursingreview.com.au and click on the no-obligation four-week trial subscription link. 